Welcome to The Right Mind, a podcast for writers who want to up their game, build a brand, and empower themselves to not only be better writers, but better, happier human beings. I'm your host, Alicia Kirkhart, best-selling author and creative entrepreneur. I am driven to helping writers at every stage in their career, whether you're a New York Times bestseller, just starting out, or if, like me, you're a wife and a mommy who juggles a full-time job and your kid's soccer schedule, all while working to grow your author platform. I want to help you unleash the writer within and soar to your full potential. So let's do it. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Right Mind Podcast. My name is Alicia Kirkhart. I am a best-selling author of three historical romance novels and two, almost three young adult fantasy romance novels. Wow, I can't believe it. The uh, Three to Shatter, the third installment in the Symbolum Quartet series, will be out on June 25th. I am super excited about that. Um, For more information, definitely go to my website. We'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. But today I wanted to talk to you guys about something a little bit different. I know my other three podcasts were centered around the craft of writing, how to get into the mood to write, um, setting up your atmosphere and whatnot. But today I want to talk about a little more of the mind part of this journey, this job, this profession to be a writer. And that is following your dreams, living your goals in the face of negativity. You know, I have been very, very fortunate. I've had a wonderful support system in my family and my friends. When I started writing as a teenager at 14, um, it was something I kept to myself. My mom knew I wrote, but I don't think she knew to what extent because at that point it was mine. It was something that I used to get out of my own head. It was something that I used as an outlet to release all those, all the teenage angst that so often, so every teenager I'm sure feels, my way of letting that out was to write stories, to write fiction. And as a teenager, um, one of my biggest supports was uh, when I was a senior in high school was my senior English teacher, Mrs. Cole. Mrs. Cole supported me when she found out that I wrote and when she received a lot of my, you know, when she started receiving my assignments In my English Lit class, um, and a lot of which, a few of which, were actual excerpts from a novel that I was writing, she was very impressed, and she encouraged me. She wrote wonderful feedback on those assignments, so she passed this year. That was a big, big impact on me. I took it really, really hard because she was a great mentor. She was a great encouragement. So those people who are there to support you, they're very, very special. And as a writer, as an introvert, that is important. We as artists, I think artists look for that validity in what we do. It's just the way we function. So, But there have been people who have crossed my path in the midst of all those people who support me. I've been very, very fortunate, but there have been people who didn't believe in me who did not support me, who thought I was crazy for wanting to write and to want to write to publish and actually sell books and make a career out of this profession. You know, they look at most people when you tell them that, I hate to say most people, but people who do not write, when they ask you what you do and you tell them that you're an author, you're an author, you are a writer, they immediately think, okay, that's a pipe dream. You know, what are you going to do when this doesn't work out? Um, What's your real job? (laughs) Because in their minds, they think the 
popular, successful writers are already doing it, and there's not any room for any more. You know, the Stephen Kings and um, Nora Roberts and J.K. Rowling, um, just to name a few, are, you know, there's no, there's no room for anyone else. They've written it. They're the ones who are successful. We've only got this little, this one little box, and they're all in there, and there's no room for anybody else. But that's not true. But there are people out there who actually have that mindset. And, you know, it could be acquaintances, coworkers, whoever is in your life who has been negative toward this profession, you have chosen to be a writer. You know, I've seen aspiring writers over the years, people that I've met in classes and writing groups who are no longer writing or putting their stuff out there because of lack of support, whether it's from family or friends or fellow local authors. And I'm not going to lie, you guys, it gets really hard putting your stuff into the world and getting some positive feedback, but along with it, negative feedback. And as writers, most of us, as I said before, and I think in a previous podcast, we are introverts. Most of us are type A personalities. We love order and lists and organization. We actually recharge by being alone, being in big crowds while fun and inspiring. Sometimes, especially when we're around fellow authors, can be seriously draining on a writer. So to put ourselves out there in the open for everyone to see and criticize is really, really difficult. We want people to not only like our work, right, but to like us as people. So much so much sometimes that we allow negativity in people who just don't understand the path we're on to tear us down. So I just wanted to talk to you guys today about how to move on from that, how to keep your head up, how to keep moving forward and deal with the person who just doesn't believe in you like you believe in you, like your support system believes in you, who maybe, you know, there are people who may ask you, as I said before, what are you going to do when the writing gig doesn't work out? I've had someone ask me that. What are you going to do when this doesn't work out? What are you going to fall back on? Or I've actually had someone tell me this, don't give up your day job. (laughs) You're never going to make it as a writer. It's all chance. It's all being discovered, and that's not going to happen for you. I want you guys to walk away from this podcast feeling like you can face those people tactfully and without allowing their negativity to set you back. Now, before I start, I just want to preface this by saying that I am by no means an expert or a life coach or a professional counselor. I don't have any certifications. These things are merely what has worked for me and getting past unsupportive people and unsupportive comments through my personal author's journey. This is just simply how I stay focused, how I keep my mind not only on my goals, but how I keep my mind in a good, healthy place so that I can create, so I can continue to create stories, content, whatever it may be. So the first tip I want to give you is when someone's negative towards you or they say something that is, you know, unsupportive toward what you're trying to do with your life, toward your writing, is to understand where they're coming from. And that's that's easier said than done because we are we are reactive creatures. When someone says something negative to us, our automatic response is to react, to react and defend ourselves. But if you try to understand where they're coming from, it actually helps a lot. 
everyone approaches life through their own experience. And I've mentioned a few times on my Instagram that everybody's journey is different, whether it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your best friend, or the guy standing behind you in the checkout line at the grocery store. No two people's experiences are the same. They're all exclusively unique to that person which is pretty cool when you think about it. But those experiences, that approach to life that each individual person has will influence them and how they react to you. Now, is that something you can help? No, of course not. You're doing you. You're living your life, not theirs. So just because you're goal-oriented, you're kind-hearted, you're a positive thinker, it doesn't mean everyone else you encounter is going to be just like you. That's why, as parents, we stress to our kids to choose their friends wisely. It's your tribe who will support you, your family, your friends, your author community, who's all trying to help each other because we understand each other. Authors understand each other. We understand what it's like to have writer's block. We understand what it's like to have your fingers soaring over the keyboard and what it's like to have to promote and get out of your own head enough to be able to create and to write characters and story arcs. But when you have a tribe, those people will support you. They may not always understand you, but they will support you in your personal journey. But the bottom line is that everyone else will not not necessarily be in the same place as you. For example, let's say you're writing and your author platform is going really well. You're getting your words in every day. You're posting an Instagram. I mean, everything is just clicking into a place. You're gaining followers on social media. Book sales are up. You've got people pre-ordering your newest release, which is awesome. Event coordinators are emailing you to come and sign at their big events. Life is good. It's going great. And so you tell someone. You want to share it. It's like getting a promotion at work. You want to share it. You want to tell somebody it's so exciting. Oh my goodness, I've been working so hard for this, and now all this great these great things are happening. So you tell a coworker who you think will be happy for you. You think that they're going to offer congratulations or simply just words of support that help you keep going because even when we're at our highest It doesn't mean fear won't try to sneak in, right? So, but instead of being positive, your coworker comes back with something negative. Enjoy it while it lasts. I've heard that one. Well, what about the book you were working on and put down to edit another? What about that one? That's still an unfinished manuscript. That instantly makes your happiness sink to sub-zero. Here's the thing, though. Maybe your coworker's been going through a hard time with her spouse, Maybe she has a family member who's sick or she and her husband are having money problems. So the main thing is before you snap back, before you react to that negativity, pause, regroup, and really think about where they're coming from, what's going on in their life, why they would come back at you in such a non-supportive negative way. One of the podcasts that I love to listen to is by Kara Awaleba. Um, she is a New Yorker through and through. She is a female entrepreneur and the owner of The Champagne Diet. If you do not follow her podcast, I would highly recommend it, especially if you are an entrepreneur. She is also an author, so she knows that aspect. She knows what we go through, author tribe. <laughs> but she once said, people will only support you to the extent that they can support themselves. People will only support you to the extent that they can support themselves. And that is so true. If you're waking up, if you are waking up every morning, 
you're brushing your teeth, you get into your workout clothes, you grab a quick, quick run, you shower, grab coffee, meditate, journal, all before the start of your day because you're working on living your best life. You're really trying to manifest beautiful things and positivity into your atmosphere so that you can work smarter, so that you can really soar. And all these amazing blessings are coming your way, right? But the people you're talking to don't believe in that. They don't believe in manifestation. They don't even understand it. They don't want to understand it. They think you're crazy. They don't believe that you can live your dream life. They think dreams are just dreams. They think there's no way that those wishes and those dreams are going to come true because that's just not how life is set up. Not really. You know, if it happens to somebody, it's because it was by chance or whatever that they may think. Because, But the, the reason that they think that way is because they're playing by their own personal experiences. Whatever they have experienced in life, that's how they react to things. So how do you deal with these people? That's the question, right? Personally, if I have a negative comment, if someone makes a ne- negative comment to me out loud... I say something like, I appreciate your input. Thank you. Or I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. And leave it at that because there is no use in engaging negativity. You don't need that in your life. You don't need that on the journey that you're on to write novels, publish them, and have readers be able to connect with readers. And it's certainly not going to help you succeed. So just move away from it. If people are really nasty, don't just don't say anything. There's no use in engaging those people. It is better to turn around and walk away or delete the comment if you can or ignore the bad review than to engage a mind who is so far different than yours. You'll never be able to understand one another. It's just not worth it. Also, you know, choose your words wisely. Let your words be few stay calm. Remember that, especially if you are branding yourself, you guys, it is important to react in a way in which you want to be perceived. Think about your business. Think about what you want your viewers, your readers, your followers. How do you want to be perceived in their, to them? It doesn't matter where they are. It doesn't matter if you've never met them before in your life. How do you want them to perceive you as your most authentic self? So, Remember, when you're reacting to negativity, that's going to be a reflection on you. The first bad review I ever received, you guys, I sank into what felt like a black hole. I felt unvalidated, a fraud, as if I wasn't really a writer. And I thought, who am I to write and publish books? Why am I even trying to do this? Maybe I'm really not a writer. I mean, these people, some of these people, and I had had great feedback. I had beautiful, positive feedback. It was these like one or two negative ones that really, really got to me, you know, and I had an immediate need to prove myself, prove my worth, validate myself as someone who can actually write stories, good stories, and come up with memorable characters in intense situations, et cetera, et cetera. But then I realized what a waste of time that is. All that energy I poured into worry and anxiety over one bad review I could have been using that for something else, like working on my next book or creating content for my blog or social media. So yeah, bad reviews, don't respond. Let it go. Rejoice in that bad review, really, because that means either A, someone read your book and simply didn't connect with your voice, or B, they're just a troll. 
Simply put, that's what they are. They live and breathe negativity. There are people out there like that. I'm sure we've all met them, but there are people who thrive on the pain of others, who thrive on negativity. I don't get it. I accept it for what it is. I accept that there there are those people out there, and you're probably going to cross paths with one or two, unfortunately, on your journey. But you don't have time for that. You don't. Your energy needs to be focused on your craft, your audience, and the message you want to put out there by writing and publishing stories. And I also want you guys to remember that you have support. Even when you think you don't, you do. I want to encourage you to seek like-minded people. That's really important, whether it's within your local author community or online or both. There are people out there who think on your wavelength, who believe You can live your dreams regardless if other people think they're too big or too extreme or too far-fetched. You know, I've been fortunate enough to have a local author tribe who lends that support unselfishly. And yes, they're all indie authors, which is great because we're all in the same boat doing our own publishing and marketing and setting up events. When you're on a self-development journey, when you're working to become your best self, Remember, like attracts like. So if you approach your life and your business with positive energy, you will attract people with that same energy. It just happens. It really does. It works. With that, though, there are the people on the other side, the people who simply aren't where you are. And they may never be emotionally and spiritually. Believe it or not, and I've especially found this out recently, when you're on the road of hardcore self-development because you're striving to live your absolute best life, it gets a little lonely. It really does. People who no longer align with you fall away. And yet, sometimes that's sad, but more often it's necessary for you to keep moving forward, releasing negativity. And sometimes that includes people, you guys is a necessary action to live the purpose you were put here to live. Releasing negativity, and yes, sometimes this means letting go of people in our lives, is a necessary action to live the true purpose you were put on this earth to live. For me, that purpose, I know, is writing and publishing stories about characters with whom my readers can connect, to write about real people, to putting out inspirational content on social media to help aspiring authors build their platforms and speaking to women and men who know they want to write. They just don't know how to get started. That's when I'm at my happiest. That's when I feel like I'm living my most authentic self, when I'm helping other people and people are responding and letting me know, keep going. This is really helping me out. I really connected with this today. Gosh, I love this character. Man, I love this scene. It made me think of this song. That feeds me and just makes my soul soar higher than anything else I can describe. There is nothing else in life for me that brings me that much happiness. Not everybody's going to get that. I used to let that bother me. You guys know, I, I when I was a kid, I grew up poor in South Mississippi. I had red hair. I still have red hair. <laughs> um, yes, it is really red hair. Um, freckles, pale skin. My skin was so pale when I was a kid. I was very embarrassed. And growing up in the South where everyone is tan, you are the one who stands out. I was very, very self-conscious about that. Very. People made fun of me for it because I was different. And I allowed myself to feel inferior to everyone else. That was the thing. And I didn't realize that as a child. I allowed myself to feel inferior. I wasn't 
but I thought I was. So I became a people pleaser. And while I still want to please my audience, what people think of me and what I'm doing no longer matters to me in a sense that I allow negative comments or action to bring me down. I make the decision every day to do my best. When I wake up, I think I'm going to do my best today and my best is enough. So you create your reality, folks. That's what I'm trying to say. No one else, just you. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to wish you a wonderful week in writing and in life. Remember, I have freebies available for you to download on my website, www.aliciacurkhart.com, a character worksheet, as well as a working outline targeted toward the writer who writes by the seat of her pants, like me. You can also connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for daily inspiration and writing advice. If you liked today's episode, I'd love it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes. Remember... The third installment in the Symbolin Quartet, Three to Shatter, is coming out June 25th. That is release day. It is available for pre-order on Amazon.com right now in ebook. Uh, yes, I will be going on a book tour this summer um, with that book and all my other books, and I will be putting those dates up on my website and other social media outlets, so you shouldn't miss it. If you want to meet up with me, I would love to meet you guys. I would love to meet you. I'd love to talk with you and sign a book for you and and maybe some author swag. Yes, some author swag. I've got some great author swag this time. (laughs) So remember to stay focused, stay awesome, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.